What's better than this? Guys being dudes. What up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Man's League Podcast, where we talk all things Cleveland sports and then some. Follow us on Twitter at Man's League Pod. I'm Gabe Kovas, joined alongside by my teammate, Ray Marsh. What's up, Ray? Cue it. Cue the music. 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 Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Football. Let's go. Gabe, we all know Man's League Podcast. We all know what it's about. It's all about hot takes. It's all about coming in with that heat. Gabe, I, I, I think I'm going to get right to it with my prediction and hot takes. We're not even right. messing around. We're just going to get right to it. Let's go, Ray. Let's go. Okay. Boys, girls, Kirk, Cassie. Here's what I got in store for you. Browns. Man. Browns, 21. Colts, 10, Ooh. hot take, hot take, call the burn unit, Sendejo with the pick, six, and, and, and a fourth fumble, defensive player of the week, Sendejo redeems himself, he is the defensive player of the week, calling the burn unit, that take is hot, baby, book it, book Are it. Are you kidding book me, it. dude? This is the second week not. in a row. That I've had my hot take stolen. I my hot take was Sendejo with the pick six. Oh, that's game. Sendejo's coming strong this adjust, time. My take is spicy hot. It is. It's called the burn unit. It's a third degree or second. I don't know which one's worse. Tweet us at Mansley Podcast. But let's go, Sendejo. Woo! I gotta think of another hot take. <laughs> I can't. Damn it! I wish I went first. You you said beforehand that you. You had to go first because you had a feeling someone was going to steal that. And that was that was me. Damn it. That's how hot it was, baby. Damn it. So in the meantime, I'm going to get to our submissions for our, their uh, prediction hot takes for the Colts. And um, damn it. In the meantime, I'm going to think of a different hot take. But first, we got the one and only Kurt Cassie. With legend. His, legend. With his prediction and hot take. Let's go, boys. Kirk Cassie coming at you week five. Indy's coming to town, but no worries. The Browns are taking it. 34-27. And the hot take? Ooh, you're going to be asking, why is it spicy? My man Kareem. Kareem. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. His hooks got him scoring. See him coming from afar. Nah, get that out of here wrong, Kareem. But Kareem Hunt, four touchdowns, two through the air, two on the ground. Cody Parkey hitting a late fourth quarter field goal. Phillip and T.Y. can't connect trying to get down for the touchdown and take the win. They come up short. Browns take it. Four and one. Four and one. Let's go. Let's go. Electric. Kareem Abdul. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Little Dicky. If you know, you know. Yo, we got to get Kirk K on the payroll. We got to get him on the payroll at this point. Wow. Now, for tax reasons, we'll start. Mm-hmm. We got to start getting them on the payroll here. We'll have our intern get Absolutely on that. Absolutely electric, sir. Electric. So, Absolutely Kareem. Absolutely electric. Kareem Abdul. Uh, he's gonna have what? Two, two rushing, two uh, uh, passing TDs. I could definitely see that. I could definitely see that. <laughs> too many tutties to count. 
count, baby. Let's go. Let's go. So next okay, up, next? we got Alex Marsh, your brother. You know him. You love him. So let's get to it. Good morning, Man's League Podcast. Alex M. checking in for another Cleveland steaming hot take. This one's for Odell Beckham. I'm thinking he's going to get two touchdowns against the Colts, but it's not going to be enough. Score, Colts 21, Browns 14. Take it easy, boys. Mm, I love the Cleveland Steamers <laughs> analogy, Odell. Yeah, man. Um, <laughs> I... I, yeah, Alex. Alex is a uh, Browns hater these last two weeks. Um, yeah, I can't blame him though. I mean, we've had two tough opponents here, so I mean, you can't really Colts, blame him. Colts are going to be a tough challenge, but we'll get into that later. So next up, we got Josh Kovats. He said, "Get the gloves ready because this is very hot." What it do, baby? Hola, amigos! Men's League podcast. It's your boy Josh Cove, half a K2, part-time Pineapple Posse, and part-time co-host of this podcast. Uh, hot take, uh, Austin Hooper has not one, not two, but three receiving touchdowns with 100-plus receiving yards. Yes, I said it. Uh, prediction, 27-20. Browns are taking it. Um, on the last drive, Philip Rivers, like how he did with the Chargers, is trying to tie it. And what is that? Adios mios. It is Sendejo with a pick six. Yes, a pick six to win and seal the game. 34-20. Browns take it. Sendejo has been listening to the podcast. Has been listening to Gabe Rose's ass on Twitter. And he delivers. Pays his dues. Um, oh, also another hot take. Phil Rivers has his first career cuss word, too, when Sandeo pick six. So, uh, yeah, take it to the bank. Browns are winning. Uh, let's get it. <laughs> Good thing you Sandeo's went first. Sandeo's Sandeo's back. Sandeo's back. Sandeo's back. Sandeo's back. Sandeo's back. Woo-hoo! Gabe, I think, I think uh, we can all agree that uh, Sandeo has been trash. So, <laughs> I think everyone, uh, listeners on the podcast decided... Hey, we need a hot take this week. We're going to take the hottest steaming piece of garbage and say he's going to do something good. I mean, no offense, Odell, but Sendejo is the Cleveland steamer on this team. No disrespect. And no, yeah, no disrespect to Sendejo. Um, yeah, I, I just feel like Sendejo has been listening to the call of uh, angry Browns fans everywhere, and he's about to show up and show out. Not according to my hot take, though. I'll get to it. So my prediction and my hot take. Unfortunately, the Browns, the Browns, come out short. 24 Colts, 21 Cleveland Browns. And my hot take is that Sandejo tears his MCL trying to get a pick six. Gabe, can't say, can't say I'm impressed as a as a as a fellow host on this podcast. That was that was the second worst. Everyone has Sandeo doing big big sixes, but <laughs> so I had to I had to come with those fiery hot takes. So can you blame me on that one? Yes, I do blame you. 
Everyone's been giving me crap also for dots. Is dots? You deserve emergency, it. Emergency you deserve that. Is, is dots trash? Tweet us at Man's League. Pod. Dots are trash. Dots are trash. Dots are trash. Not trash. Woo! Not trash. But, uh, man, let's get to the game really quick. Right before, uh, so we have Anthony Lama coming up in a second. But uh, real quick about the Browns and Colts game. Um, this is not going to be an easy game. Um, the Colts are – let me get the stats up. According to PFF, pro football focus if you're not educated. So the Colts' defense is first in the league. Their coverage is first in the league. And their run D is eighth. But However, Cleveland offense is third in the league. Pass block is second in the league, and our rushing is first in the league. No surprise. So a movable object meets irresistible force. So let's get to it. I'm excited. That's what Pierre Gabe, said. Gabe, you know what we say about momentum on this podcast. It's Sounds hard good. to stop, baby. Yeah. It's hard to stop. And that's what the Cleveland Browns are going to be doing, baby. We're going to get four wins in a row. Woo! I'm pumped. Let's get it. I really hope we go four and one. I seriously hope we go four and one. I just don't see it happening, realistically. Hey, but I'm still going to be rooting for the Browns, if, man. If we get the dub, we might get the Warriors to push the uh, Mustang lineman song for the uh, for the Browns lineman. We might might see what we can do here. Well, well, we have to see if um you know the copyrights and and whatnot the yep. rights for that's that why I said the lawyers. We might see if they'd be able to push that through. Don't know, um, patent pending. Um, you know. So, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. we did it. Sports boy Tony, slippery wizard, Anthony Lama from 92.3 a fan. He joined the pod, and we talk for a, a long-ass time, an hour and 20 minutes to be exact. So, And we talk... So much Browns Colts with him, so we'll leave the Browns Colts talk for that. So, without further ado, let's just get to it. Let's get it, baby. There he is. Hey, what's up? Hold on here. Let me give it a, a little backdrop. Okay, <laughs> that's a nice painting. Ready to roll? Yeah, ready. Oh, to it's, roll. Uh, it's Banksy. It's commissioned. Yeah, sure. What's <laughs> okay. going on? Not much. Uh, well, first, thank you for coming on. This is surreal. no problem. Where you guys? <laughs> where you guys at? Ashtabula. Uh, that's where I'm. That's where I'm from. Well, we're both from uh, Ashtabula County, but Ray, you're mm -hmm. in Cuyahoga Falls. Well, yep, I'm in Cuyahoga Falls right now. Yep, that's right. What I'm What high school? What high school in Ashtabula? Grand Valley. Grand Valley. Mm -hmm. Grand Valley, the yes. uh, home of the Hensons. Home of the Hensons. Yeah, we, we heard you have connections uh, yeah, with, the, with the Henson absolutely. family. <laughs> absolutely. The close, close, dear friends. Mm -hmm. Hell yeah. Yeah, well, people. I'll give you a quick intro and then we can get right into it. Okay, cool. We welcome on a very special guest. We got him on finally, everybody. The hashtag worked. He's a former Italian Sons and Daughters Man of the Year. 2013 Cleveland Magazine, 20 Sexy Singles. He was on that list. He's on the Ken Carmen Show with Anthony Lima, the slippery wizard himself, Anthony Lima. What's going on? Gentlemen, what an intro. Uh, the hashtag did not work, by the way. <laughs> <Damn it. laughs> uh, I felt guilted. 
I think it was Adam the Bull, yep. Dick Harmon. Uh, they yep. guilted me. This is absolutely the last time I will ever do a podcast in public again. Uh, that is a lie. Actually, I'm going on a podcast tomorrow that quite literally has probably 20 to 30 to maybe 100 times more listeners than I even get on the radio. So I'm very excited about that. No, it's not Joe Rogan. It's not. Uh, <laughs> he, he, denied, he denied me access, but it's like one of the minions, uh, like a, a comic genius, Josh Potter, who used to be on our radio station, I 2.3. He now has a podcast, and supposedly I'm going on it tomorrow. So, well, we're glad excited. to have you first before. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, I gotta get all I gotta get all my material out of the way. Absolutely. <laughs> well, yeah. Just, so if it just bombs, like, so if it bombs with you guys, I just I'll ditch it. I'll get rid of it. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. But I mean, just to let you know, we did not um, tell Adam to text you. He volunteered to do it. Uh, just to let you know, but I, I know, uh, it was very, uh, let me tell you something. It was very persistent on your part and that's gotta be the tough, like how old are you guys? 24. So yeah, this is a brutal time in the world for a lot of ages, but especially 24 year olds. I have people all the time hitting me up. Uh, I had a girl the other day that I knew and she hit me up for like a marketing job. There are no marketing jobs right now. Right. <laughs> so I was giving her the lay of the land. Obviously that's why I was talking to her. <laughs> uh, try to help her out as a mentor that I am. But I feel so bad because what is the line between persistence and being annoying, right? That's the question every like college grad or anybody looking for work is always wondering. Like I just ambushed people. I would drive with a tape, with a bunch of tapes back in the day. Do you know what a VHS tape is? Yeah. That was a thing back in the day. Absolutely. And you used to try to get television jobs with what this, this very antiquated piece of technology called a VHS tape. That's all the early pornography we watched was on P the VHS tapes. Oh, yeah. And it was terrible quality, terrible quality. I mean, what you guys have at your fingertips on a, tel on, on a cell phone is incredible. Like We're if you would have showed me this when I was your age, I would have said the future doesn't need flying cards. We just need actual pornography on our phones. And that's the future. <laughs> it is amazing. It is at a touch of the fingers. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> it's right there. It's dangerous. Yeah. Very dangerous. Not I just think of the Quagmire uh, Family Guy episode when he discovers uh, <laughs> internet porn and he, he locks himself in his house for two weeks and has a big right arm at the end of it. That's why I imagine. <laughs> so that's why I've been getting comparisons to Quagmire on the internet. That's why. <laughs> oh, damn it. That was a great early – I'm impressed with the Family Guy knowledge. That's, that's pretty good. Yeah, I'm Jeff Phelps, basically. But uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, so many um, similarities. Is that a toupee? What's going on? You don't need to go to Vanskoy Hair for Men. Vanskoy Way to plug that in. Way to plug that in. I don't mean to make you nervous. I had that same head of hair at 24, oh, so it could all go downhill really fast. I mean, really fast. Uh, mm. Oh man, my. Oh, uh, you're good. You're you're good right now. I'm you're good. good. I actually, speaking of another uh, uh, ad that you do, I work down the street from Junction Auto, so. Just to let you know. My boys, the Babcocks. Let me tell you something about the Babcocks. It's only a 20-minute drive. From <laughs> Manor Mayfield and Chagrin. Now, yeah. we won't talk about how far it is from, like, Vermilion, because that yeah. basically is in another state. That's exactly. why I make sure. It's, it's <laughs> only five minutes from Chesterland. Boom. That's all you need. That's, you don't have to give people too much information. Exactly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, let's get to some Brown stuff. I know you're a sports radio guy. So LFG. LFG. Where <laughs> Where, let's where's go, baby. <laughs> where are 
the cheerleaders, because I've been, I've been a quote-unquote hater for, you know, 30 years. But here we go. I'm on Let's the bandwagon. I even said positive things about a Browns head coach this week. That's crazy. That's crazy. LFG. So, um, obviously, Nick Chubb, he's out with MCL injury. Um, he can be out approximately six weeks, reportedly. Um, but with him out, do you believe that Kareem can capitalize on this opportunity and become an integral part of the offense now? Uh, this is huge. This is where Kareem Hunt uh, – and by the way, this is a scoop. I haven't, I haven't given this opinion yet. So I didn't even give it to Ken Carmen. He's going to be pissed. That's now, good. if you're I'll Kareem see. Hunt, you got to fire your agent because you signed that contract too early. Because mm -hmm. if he just would have waited and had six weeks – and remember, here's the good thing about Kareem. This turned into a great comeback story, right? Right? Yeah. right? I mean, I, I, you had people like me, the talking heads, saying, I don't know, coming back home. He's had three or four incidents that we know of. What's going to happen? And back in January, there was another alleged incident with him. Uh, guess what? The bars closed. So this is the one dude who is actually taking advantage. The pandemic's working for Kareem because he can't get in trouble. Uh, no, from, from all indications, he's on a comeback trail. So it is a good story. But he signed that contract too quickly. Had he have yeah. just waited. Now, granted, you don't know what's going to happen. But had he have waited and then balled out, as uh, my buddy Dustin Fox would say, over the next uh, six weeks, then he's going to be uh, a, a big-time ball carrier for another team and, and, and what could be a huge extension. But either way, uh, he likes it here. His family's here. His friends are here. And it's a great opportunity for him right now to get back on the map because that had to be just horrendous for that young man to be sitting there while his team that he was supposed to be the running back of being the Super Bowl. That had to be yeah. tough. Yeah. Ray, you did mention before we uh... – we had you on um, about his contract. Ray, you actually pointed out like he should have waited for have that contract before. You know, I mean, obviously, oh, I stole his, injuries. I stole his take. That's terrible. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, <laughs> I guess so. But. It wasn't copyrighted yet, so yeah. we're, we're all good. Yeah, You're I good. mean, but but to, but to that point, like if Kareem does, you know, ball out and has has a great year, you know, potentially, could you see him wanting to potentially hold out? And, and, you know, if he takes advantage of this opportunity here with that contract, because it's not great for what, you know, for the level of player yeah. he definitely is. Totally underpaid now. It was a team friendly. That's like a Cleveland Indians contract. But obviously, right place, right time. Team had the leverage. Uh, he didn't know if he was going to get the touches. So I understand why he signed the contract. In fact, I will even say this. And this is another thing I have not said on the show, but I won't say this on the show because I'll get killed for it. <laughs> if I was Nick Chubb's agent, are you advising Nick Chubb to come back as soon as possible? Or would you maybe say, hey, maybe I want to get surgery. Maybe I want to let things play out as uh, the, the, the Browns could get cute with his contract. I don't know. That's not in his DNA, obviously. And he's going to want to get back as soon as possible. I'm just saying as an agent, as an agent, what kind of uh, suggestions, what kind of advice would you give a guy? But this is going to be really interesting because – Right now, people are thinking based on four games that anybody, that you and I can run the football for the Cleveland Browns. We'll see. They're playing two much tougher defenses the next week. Yeah. So that is going to be a big storyline. Uh, we had Zach Jackson on today who pinpointed the physical differences between Kareem Hunt and Chubb, that Chubb is so adept not only at that vision and patience, but when he hits you, he then is carrying guys and get another four, five, six, seven, eight yards, maybe another 20 yards. Kareem Hunt does it in a different way. That guy gets to the outside before you even know it. He's already showed that a few times this year. You're like, how the hell did he do that? So they're two 
different kinds of running backs, both obviously formidable. They're both so good at what they do. And I've had friends that are outside of the Cleveland bubble tell me they think Kareem Hunt's better than Nick Chubb. Hot take. Ooh, that's a yeah. hot take. Well, I remember, it was just a few years ago, he was the best running back in football. So he's healthy and ready to roll, although last week he was a little banged up but didn't look like it. Well, yeah, I mean, continue, continuing with that, um, you know, do you think the Browns, you know, you think will continue with, uh, with Kevin Stefanski, continue that run-heavy offense starting off early, or do you think uh, – or, or do you think he'll try to change it up here and, you know, try to get Baker and OBJ, you know, started here in the passing game? Yeah, yeah I mean, look, on, on paper, this has made sense. We're going to do what we can to try to get guys involved, make them happy. Do I think they're going to be calling end arounds and reverses and play flickers and, you know, uh, uh, wide receiver option passes? No, I mean, you don't have to do that every game. Uh, and I think they probably feel that they won't have to keep up with the Colts this week. Very different from going against Dak Prescott and those receivers and Ezekiel Elliott, where in this game, it might be totally different. It might be the first to three or four scores. It might be the first to 17 or 21 that wins a game like this, the way that the Colts play both on both sides of the ball. So I, I, I think, again, they're going to want to hammer the run, but you're going to see now. you got four games on film. There were no preseason games. Nobody knew the offense Stefanski would run. Nobody knew how responsible Stefanski was for the offense last year for Minnesota, whether it was Gary Kubiak. You know, Stefanski had worked under Pat Shermer as his offensive coordinator. Obviously, Mike Zimmer's been the coach the whole time there. So nobody really knew. Now you got film. Now you got four games. Now this is where it gets fun because the preseason's over. Now we're into real football. So that'll be, that'll be fun to see if that'll still be a run-heavy offense and whether the Colts are going to all of a sudden stack the box and, and really make it a point to put everybody they got. Now it's up to Baker. Now it's up to Odell, communication, all that stuff at the line of scrimmage. Jarvis Landry as well. Uh, no, that's some really good points. Um, well, just real quick, going back to the running game, with that going good, who do you think is more responsible? The running backs themselves, or is it the offensive line? We actually have an offensive line, and we get our blocking schemes right and correctly now. Uh, I think you're seeing the same stuff uh, that you've seen with some of the great offensive lines in the league. And I don't know if you remember, you guys might be too young. The 2014 Brian Hoyer year. If you remember. Not when, too young. Not too young. No, yeah, when Alex Mack was healthy and ready to go, they led yep. the NFL in rushing yards. They, Brian Hoyer was winning games throwing like 13 passes. And that's how dominant the running game was that year. But can you even really name the running backs that were on the team that year? So that's, that's the San Francisco 49ers from last year when Raheem Mostert, is all of a sudden running wild. Uh, was it Max Breida? And, mm -hmm. and anybody, plug and play. They could put those guys in. Now, that's not to take anything away from Chubb. We saw how good Chubb was last year. We saw how good Kareem Hunt was a few years ago. Nobody's questioning that. But all of a sudden, some other guys that I think people didn't even know were on the team are running wild last week. That's the offensive line. And, and, and that's mm -hmm. just going to be great because they're going to just gel and gel and gel. And the only thing you keep your fingers crossed hopes that they stay healthy. Yeah, DeAndre Johnson had uh, the most rushing yards on the team, and did you even know who he was? Nope, nope, <laughs> did not. Yeah. But he's the earth. <laughs> I like your honesty. Yeah. yeah, I like your honesty. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> hey, you know, since that offensive line has been playing so well this season, uh, do you do you think Baker's going to rely on that play action? Do you think he's going to be able to rely on that play action uh, this game going against the Colts with their defense being, you know, kind of one of the better defenses in the league here? through four games. Yeah, the Colts have uh, some linebacker injuries, some really good linebackers. You know, we don't think of good linebackers on the Browns because uh, we question whether or not they have them. Uh, but here in this situation uh, with the Colts, I think that's the next part of this. Remember, 
teams like the Browns were behind the eight ball when it came to the install. They just, they just didn't, they couldn't get real advanced and down the road with that. Well, every week it's a, it's a whole nother setting to be able to get that stuff in. And this is where it gets fun. This is where uh, Stefanski gets to play with his uh, bag of tricks. You know, you're going to see those play action. How about the stretch zone bootlegs? Like all that stuff is going to be made available now. And it's going to be a lot of fun as long as they can continue to execute. Because right now, these, these offensive linemen, they are just crushing. This is similar to what you saw Baltimore last year. Different style. But, but that's what you got to see. And you're seeing this execution. It's been perfect so far. So now all that stuff is on tape and the Colts have to worry about it. They have to start cheating up, especially guys in that secondary. Hey, Gabe, Lime, I got one thing. So you, you mentioned, you know, the, you know the, the gimmicky, you know, with, the, with OBJ, you know, and Jarvis, that place. You know, I brought up with Gabe uh, after the game. That kind of felt like it was natural. I mean, you saw that last year a couple times. Like, Freddie Kitchens tried that play maybe six okay. or seven times, and it just seemed forced. It seemed like the defense knew about it. Uh, you know, how does Kevin Stefanski make that work in game versus, you know, last year where Freddie Kitchens just doing that in the, in the beginning of the fourth quarter down 14 points? You're right. Yeah, Freddie did try some of that stuff. Uh, and I think, look, it's been easy to rip Freddie. I've ripped Freddie. I didn't like the coaching search. I didn't like the hire. Uh, but he was a, yeah, seemed like a fun guy and seemed like he was willing to take chances. He was never punting on fourth down. I mean, it seemed like he was going for fourth down. Fans love that kind of thing. Stefanski has come out and shown aggressiveness as well. Big difference in this league. When stuff works, it's a whole different ballgame the way that people react. Think about a Baldwin Smith who had the angle on Odell. Now, look, it's one thing for me and you to have an angle on Odell. It's also <laughs> Odell. So that's the reason they're getting the ball to Odell and not like Austin Hooper in that situation. Because you can have all the angle in the world and Odell can still make a sick play. And that's what was so cool about it. It looked like Odell from four years ago. Uh, total superstar play. But if he forces Odell back the other way, if he puts a hand on Odell, you are staring at a horrible situation and people are going after Stefanski. Like if they end up punting and it goes back to Dak, who you could not stop there in the fourth quarter, and they score a game-winning touchdown, Stefanski's getting shredded nationally. Mm -hmm. But because it worked, that's what we do in this league. And right now Stefanski's in honeymoon territory. And, you know, Freddie had a little bit of a honeymoon – especially after beating Baltimore. That was a huge win. And they stuck to their guns. They stayed on the ground. And it was a thing of beauty how good Nick Chubb was in that game. And they won that game. But then he ended up going two and six. Well, you go two and six. That honeymoon is over. <laughs> well, three and one is so huge. And if they can win one of the next two, hell, win them both. And then you got Cincinnati. You're golden because the schedule is actually easy at the end of the year. And he's going to be able to carry that honeymoon. And more importantly, this is so critical when it comes to leadership and making big decisions early in a tenure. I don't care what business it is. You could be in anything. You could be a CEO of a company. You screw up in the first month and, and the stock prices go down in a tailspin. Guess, guess who's looting, losing credibility, you know, in the office? It's the CEO. Well, Stefanski right now, his credibility level, very high with those Browns players. And it can only continue to skyrocket if they win games. Right now we're in the seven in heaven, so that's why I'm looking. There you go, baby. <laughs> Sounds good. good. Wait. Sounds Ken good. Car Sounds good. Ken Carmen yep. actually had uh, the Browns in seven in heaven. What a name. What a terrific name. What a perfect name. Uh, not corny <laughs> at all. Not forced at all. 
Uh, Ken Carmen has the New England Patriots behind the Cleveland Browns. He has the Patriots, the rearview mirror, with that defense and with how good we've seen Cam Newton so far. So that's how high Ken Carmen is on the team right now. I still have him at, uh, at, you know, towards the end. But, hey, they win this week. It's a different story. No, definitely, exactly. Well, um, wrapping up on the off- offensive side of the ball, um, what first, what's your overall grade of the offense uh, through these uh, f- the first quarter of the season? And are you confident that they can keep it up? I know that the next two weeks we have uh, Indy. Uh, I just look at the PFF ranks. They're first in defense, first in coverage, and eighth in yeah. Rundy. And also the Steelers, they have a pretty good D. Um, so, like, what's your overall grade? <laughs> And are you confident they can keep it going? Okay, so I'm normally a pretty tough grader. Like, I don't do any of that uh, inflation that you see in the Ivy Leagues nowadays. Everybody's a 4.0. Even in high school, what are there, 100 valedictorians? Yeah. It's disgusting. It's, it's oh, my gosh. The West G grading scale. No. It's ridiculous. We yeah, had 12. That, that, you know, they, they, <laughs> yeah, well, we're just giving them away. Hey, you be a valedictorian. You be a valedictorian. It's like, I don't know. Maybe we're watering this down a little bit. It's like That's Oprah. either here nor there. It's not what... Yeah, it's like Oprah, just giving everything away. That's not why I'm on the podcast. Oh, great. Hey, I'm one of 30 valedictorians, and I get to go to Zoom. Awesome. I got into Harvard, and I'm doing it like this podcast. Great. That's really going to be worth the 60 grand out of state a year. But that's either here nor there. Uh, As far as grading goes, I'm probably going with a B plus. Had they looked better in the Baltimore game, that was just decimation. I mean, even in the second half when Baltimore basically said, all right, you know, we're done. We're pulling guys. They still couldn't move the football. But I love the growth I saw after that. And here's how I measure offenses. I look at red zone. I look at capitalizing on turnovers. Uh, and I just look at competency of the quarterback. And the big stat coming into this season that I did not like, and it extended in the first two games of the year, that Baker Mayfield was up to eight straight games of interception. Guess what he has not done the last two games? Has not turned, turned it, over. it over. I absolutely love that. So I'm giving him a B plus right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, just looking at the offense, I feel like they got our chemistry and uh, uh, going. And, I mean, obviously, OBJ got a swagger back in the last game. And uh, <laughs> I, I like saying that. I got my swagger back. But, yeah, I he mean. He did. He had it. Yeah, exactly. So, um, you have any uh, questions about the offense, Ray? Anything to wrap it up for the mm-hmm. offense? No, no. Lima, one thing I want to get into with the defense here, you know, since the Colts offensive line, you know, featuring such a stud and, you know, Quentin Nelson. How with the Browns, you know, with our D-line featuring like Miles, you know, how are we going to be able to attack, you know, that, that uh, you know, the, the indie the offense here with uh, kind of that being their strong mm-hmm. suit there? Yeah, and you're wondering about Joby's injury, uh, a little bit limited this week. Uh, that hurts. They don't have a ton of guys. Uh, that that uh, defensive rotation on defensive line, it's just not that deep, unfortunately. Uh, that's something they have to be able to address next year. But that's not that, that's a 2020 problem right now, and that's probably something that's going to continue to plague them. The good news is the Colts aren't exactly the most explosive team in the world. What Jonathan Taylor's been running the ball pretty well. But uh, I'm telling you, I think, <laughs> in a way, the Browns' best defense can be its offense. I know that sounds very weird, but I think if they can, if they can just continue to run the football well, dominate time of possession, then it is big and not allowing the Colts to get in rhythm, right? And, and that's something that they have a rhythm quarterback, someone who can be really hot and sometimes can be really off. But rhythm is a big part of that. Uh, defensively, you know, it's weird. You know, you, I, I heard 
Mike Nolan, the defensive coordinator of the Cowboys, and Mike McCarthy, their head coach, say, well, we can't just, we can't just tear down the whole thing. I feel like our defense is not as bad as Dallas's, but they've been pretty bad. Thank God for Miles Garrett. Thank God for the creation of turnovers. Uh, because I got, I got news. They might have lost the last two games. If Miles Garrett, if you, if you do replacement level type stuff, weird baseball geeky nomenclature, but if you did, you know, a, a, just a standard average replacement for Miles Garrett, Browns might have lost the last two games. That's how big those strip sack fumbles have been for Miles Garrett and that Browns defense. It's been huge, and it's giving the Browns a short field, and you've seen what they've done with it. He's definitely proving uh, the the second-highest defensive – what's that? He's like the second-highest-paid defensive player in, in the league. I mean, he has been proving it these last two games, absolutely, with I don't know with how you what block him. Look, look, Miles Garrett is different from some of the dominant pass rushes. <laughs> like, Aaron Donald has every move, Okay. And then I look at the way the Bosas, the Bosas are so great with their hands. They talk about that all the time. A dad kind of taught him boxing and how to use it for leverage. Miles is different. Miles is just such a beast. We had somebody on who compared him to, uh, oh, I almost said Jabril Peppers, uh, Julius Peppers. Someone compared him to Julius Peppers, just the sheer enormity of him. And when he gets a full head of steam, he is just unblockable. There's nothing you can do. And if quarterbacks don't get rid of the ball, his sheer size, it's almost a guarantee he's going to strip the football. So what I love now is with all the film that's out there on Miles Garrett, the clock in the quarterback's head, it's one thing to see it on a video or on a YouTube video. You could see Dak Prescott was, was probably thinking a ton that week about what Miles Garrett could do. But you cannot see that. You can't feel that until you actually have it happen to you. Mm -hmm. Right, you can't just calculate it when when you see it in person. It's different, and I wonder if quarterbacks are going to start getting skittish around him, which can help your secondary. I mean, you're hoping to get greedy back. You're hoping to get some guys back in that secondary and get get healthy. It was great gutsy effort for Denzel Ward uh, to try to play in that game because he's still not 100. percent So that stuff is going to help your secondary instead of putting them on an island. And also, like like you said about Miles Garrett, and and then they have the quarterbacks have that internal clock that. He, uh, they know he's coming. You got the offensive line making adjustments, trying to triple team him and, and, and whatnot, and it gives room for even like Sheldon Richardson and Joby to come in and, and make that effort in, in there as well. That's a great point. That's why Sheldon has been so good. I mean, Sheldon Richardson, every game this year has popped. He's made some big plays, and I guarantee he would tell you. It's because of Miles. Oh, yeah. Well, let's get to the bad part of the defense, the defensive backs. Um, obviously, they didn't perform well in uh, the fourth quarter against Dak Prescott and company when they had that huge comeback. Um, do you think they can turn it around against Indy? I know Indy doesn't have as good as an offense as, as Dak, but do you think they can get it, you know, tighten it up a little bit? Uh, I'm, I'm a little nervous in that. Look, Joe Burrow moved the football up and down, and that was a short week in a second game nationally televised. You obviously saw what Lamar Jackson and Baltimore did. Uh, huge third down conversions. Joe Burrow was fourth down conversions. Washington, I mean, McLaren, and Buckeye fans certainly know all about McLaren, but he was just having his way getting up and down the field, and they were using different ways to give him the ball. Uh, Haskins, I mean, some of those turnovers were unforced. Some of them were miles. Mm. Five turnovers in that game. You get three turnovers against Dak, Again, because of Miles and then the interception because they're desperate. They're trying to get in the end zone. And uh, I don't know if that was a breakdown or what, but Denzel did a great job stepping up in front. Uh, I, I, 
I think they're going to give up yards. That's just going to be a hallmark of this defense. The good news is, this sounds like a bit of a cop-out. The good news is, look at up and down the NFL right now. Everybody is giving up yards. Everybody's giving up scores. So it's not the end of the world. Uh, look, will they be the New England Patriot defense by the end of the year? No, it's not happening. They don't have uh, enough really good veterans. They still need more talent. I think it'll obviously be the entire focus of next offseason is going to be on that defense. But I am just guessing that they are going to continue to give up yards. Joe Woods has to get a little more creative. But even that is tough because you do that and you plant the seed of doubt in some of those players. You confuse them uh, because you start to throw everything out. So you don't want to totally remodel this just four games into the season. Maybe New England's of the world can get away with that. They just haven't had enough time. So I think they got to stick to their guns. And just hope, just hope the technique gets better. Hope that film resonates with them when they're watching that stuff. But I, I do. I, I think they're going to continue to get shredded. Do you think Sandejo's trash? Because I think he's trash. <laughs> Come in, you I, know, I, if I said, I left. I, I love how we can call these guys trash, right? I mean, these oh, guys I would like suck. Generational I would suck. Changing money. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm sucking high school, man. Uh, you know, the, the guy, I joked that he must have read my tweets because he gets uh, tabbed as the captain before the game and then goes <laughs> yeah. out there and it's yeah, a so total disaster in the first quarter. But he got better. He actually made some big plays. He had uh, that 40 times. Yeah, big Yeah, he time. did. Well, that's how great thing. that's when you know things are going your way early in the season when you're so bad at tackling that Ezekiel Elliott is rolling on top of you and fumbling the ball. Like, you figure <laughs> if the play's long enough, eventually someone's going to fumble the ball. So things actually worked out fortuitously uh, on that one. Yeah, he's, he's a veteran who's probably lost three steps, and it's going to be hard for him. It's going to be really hard for him. Just shows you where they're at with the rest of the guys that he is continuing to be out there when most guys would have gotten the hook by now. Well, he was obviously better in, in Minnesota. And, um, yeah. Now, yeah, he's older now and whatnot. And it's funny that uh, you say, like, um, how, you know, if we were out there – but we wouldn't be as good. I actually, against Berkshire, my senior year, I gave up the game-winning uh, pop pass uh, when I was cornerback, and I have not lived that down since. So. And here's what's even worse. When you, for those that don't know, watch this podcast around the country. Berkshire is very, what, rural school. Okay, mm -hmm. there's, there's not a lot of kids there. So what happens is not only did you get beat on that play, that dude was probably part of the halftime show in the marching band. <laughs> and didn't even get a break. So that guy was just chugging along throughout. A shout out to my buddies at Cardinal, uh, Newberry, which is now, of course, West G territory as well. Grand Valley. I mean, you got to do double duties. Yep. You're in the marching band and you're on the football yep. team. Hey, we, we, we could just I think, they let you, I think they let you teach on Monday. You go back and you're one of the teachers <laughs> in the school district. Like, like, like you're putting in time. You're in the union. Yeah, well, you, you know – you know that they were turning up at the Maple Festival, you know, after that game. <laughs> well, RIP to the Maple That's Fest everything. this year. Have you, have you ever had a chunk of the maple syrup candy? It's not for everybody. I want yep. everybody. It's, it's, yep. it's not for everybody. Like, like some people that, you know, for some people it's a delicacy. For some people it's immediate barfing. So it's not for everybody. I, I love it. Like, I have no problem I with too. it. And it's funny. It's hardened. Like, we're hardened out there in Geauga County. <laughs> exactly exactly well i mean so I, I work in chardon like just right off 44 on on junction auto and whatnot that's besides the point but um so we always say how we're are you giving public appearances are you trying to get people to come out and sign yep. some autographs public appearances we're the number one podcast in geauga county yeah so 
is huge. Yeah, trending. It is trending. So, so, so we're so don't we, come well, after we, my sponsors. <laughs> I'll try not to. We played uh, in a conference, and we joke about how we're two-time NAC champs all the time. But so we had like a ten-team conference, and only five of those teams had football teams. They were that small. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Graduated hey, you know ninety-six. Ninety-six. Well, hold kids. on. But ninety-six. There you go. But hold on. This year, doesn't everybody make the playoffs? Wasn't that the deal, or was that only D one? Because they messed with the whole thing. This Grand year. Valley has no, that a game this year, and they're in the playoffs. So boom, yep. making history, school history. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sorry, sorry to uh, defer away from the defense questions. Ray, you go ahead if you have any more. Yeah, but who wants to talk? Who wants to talk about the Browns' defense right now? I mean, come on, team no, is no, team is three and one. That's true. We we flipped the switch. We're doing seven in heaven. We're chanting. In fact, uh, another chant. When's this podcast going live? Because this is something I didn't want to say, but we do I have a theory on Thursdays. Friday. Friday. I'm going live on Friday. So you can. Okay. This exclusive. Okay. Don't right tell now. anybody. Don't tell anybody. Because when we do I have a theory, 940 on Thursday. Hanson. My theory is that the wrong team is favored this week. And we will be screaming, the wrong team is favored. How are the Browns not the favorite team this year, this week? And the spread moved. It was one and a half Browns yep. to start, uh, you know, getting one and a half. Then it went to two and a half. Two and a half. And I'm like, man, no respect. No respect whatsoever. Ohio against the world, baby. We got a chip on our shoulder for sure. And that's when Baker that's plays right. better. That's when Baker plays better. And Baker's calling out the media this week. He said everybody is focused on all the losing and the past. Because here's what's going to happen. That's true. Every time the Browns get a victory, well, every victory the Browns get, it's going to be this is the most victory since. And mm-hmm. then that, that basically brings up bad memories of how every year has been a dumpster fire with the Browns. But if I'm the Browns and the fan base, I don't know if I'm thinking all about, you know, the first time since, first time since. How about you might actually have a good organization. You might actually have a good head coach, stabilizing force, and maybe a franchise quarterback. Like, all that stuff is exciting to me. I wouldn't dwell on the negative. No, and it's funny. You talk about first time since, first time since. I mean, the Browns have not been good our entire lives. (laughs) Literally. I mean, wait a second. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You guys have never seen anything. You guys have only seen good good Cavs basketball almost for the most part. Like, it's totally flipped until the recent years. But is that that what somebody does? Like, if they've dated, like, four horrific-looking girls uh, (laughs) over the last, like, two years – and then you get with a, a smoke show and you're like, man, this is the media comes up to you afterwards. Like, this is the first time since it's the first <laughs> yeah. good looking girl you've been with in five <laughs> years. You're going to dwell on that? You're going to dwell on that? You're going to focus on the now. You've been with oh. uh, real butter faces before. How do you feel about this time yeah. you have one with a nice face? Like, that's a yeah, nice. what turn it around? What turn it around? Did you pay money? Did you go to their OnlyFans account? Did you donate like 100 bucks, 200 nope. bucks? Like, how did you pull that off? That's pretty impressive. Vanscoy Hair Clinic. Um, you got to ride a Junction Auto, and uh, there's a dentist ad that you do it at. For, I'm forgetting. Oh, Dr. Paul Mickley, Beachwood yeah, Dental, East Side. What's Beachwood. up? There we go. Let's there we go. Ball. Let's go, baby. <laughs> Let's go. LFG. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> well, um, what'd you think about? Uh, I, I tweeted out today about David Njoku. So I did, people are excited. Njoku gets back, and all I said was, "All right, folks, let's go. You got a month to showcase him, and let's get him out of here and trade him and get some help in the secondary." People were crushing me as if, like, I want talented players to leave. All I'm saying is, you're doing him a favor, too. I got news for you. He might like winning if they can win some games and, and he can score some touchdowns. He's such a big target for Baker, and I think at times Baker needs that bigger target. 
but the writing's on the wall. I mean, you know, I, I, I'll tell you, I was at a draft party for the Browns once. Okay. And I was mm-hmm. hosting this draft party on location. They were paying me money and it was nice. Uh, by the way, it's a good place. Good place. Good, good time that night. So I'm watching a draft with one of the Browns players because he was paid to be there too, making a public appearance. And then he looks up and in like the third round, the Browns drafted his position and he's like, and they, they, they drafted, I think first, I, I can't remember specifically what it was, but two of the players that hit same position were drafted. And he looked at me and goes, I'm not going to be here long. Like these players know, they know it. What did the Browns do in the off season? They drafted a tight end. They paid a tight end a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Writing's on the wall. Come on, these guys aren't stupid. What do you? I mean, what what what's the goal to get to him? I mean, do you, what what do you think we're going to get out of it if, if we do trade? Well, that's a hard thing. That's a hard thing. You know, people say this isn't the NBA. You're seeing more evolved NBA like trades. Uh, by the way, do you know who Kevin Stefanski's dad is? Former NBA exec. So uh, you obviously know Deep Podesta's coming from the baseball world. Uh, Andrew Barry's heavy into the analytics. Like these guys are starting to make trades that you'd see in other leagues. So look, I don't, I don't know if they're going to get a Hall of Famer for David Njoku, but they just need bodies. And look, they, they, there could be more injuries. That's something you also have to take into consideration. So I think uh, the Browns might say all the right things about how we love this guy or that guy. They know their offense isn't going to miss a beat without David Njoku. You know, the point spreads aren't going to change in Vegas without David Njoku. I don't know. No, Would he be, is, he, is he a nice luxury? Sure. I mean, and you make a good point. And, and also, Wyatt Teller, we, uh, that was acquired through a trade. Now he's like one of the highest ranked guards. I think we gave up a, yeah. a fifth round pick or, or something for him. Um, and like a what a freak. freak. What, a, what a freak of nature this guy has been. Exactly. Uh, and he even said, he's like, he's like, we've got some guys that were reserved on that offensive line. He goes, I'm kind of a prick. I love that. That's a good mix to have on your offensive line. They all can't be nice guys, right? With a name like, like I love who's the nice guy? The name Wyatt. Who? Yeah, and the, and the name is perfect. Like, yeah. who is the nice guy on this show? You can't both be nice guys. One of you's got to have an edge. One of you's got to have friends that hate your guts and talk behind your back. Is it you? Who is it? No, no, oh, we no. absolutely hate each other. Yeah, yeah, that's what. <laughs> We're that's both the key. That's yeah. the key. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm looking like, at your replies to your tweet. And uh, yeah, some random Mark dude, like unrelated to your Ninjoku tweet, just said, "Why do you say sounds good in a high pitched crescendo at the end of the show?" <laughs> I'm not telling him. Yeah. It's uh, it's it's. It, I'm not gonna tear a wall down here. It's not his business. Exactly. He's gonna have to well, figure it out. Something that I do like about you is that you like can pull catchphrases or or anything from thin air, like "sounds good" or or the seven in heaven" thing. Um, could you do it? catchphrase for us you know what do you think is well so here's thing? what so here, here's what happens i uh normally am really hungover oh. working on not a lot of sleep and when that happens like ken will always say the safety is off <laughs> whatever comes to your mind it's just free-flowing it's like how how there's some rappers who are just unbelievable at improvis- improvisational stuff right mm-hmm. they just go they just ad lib maybe quick freestyle it and they can just go right like bone thugs and harmony have you ever seen crazy bone again before your time watch the videos of crazy bone just go okay now there might be a little other formula to that i don't know what he was on at the time that he was doing some of this but sometimes it enhances the creativity it's like a lubricant it works it gets it going so you know right now the problem is 
I'm not hungover. I did have one Negroni. Now, are you guys into Fancy Man cocktails yet? <laughs> Negroni's one of the easiest. Right now, I'm just okay. coffee. It's easy. It's easy. It's just, you drinking that Phil Mickelson coffee? Like the stuff that he's promoting all the time? Because uh, let no. me tell you something, Phil. It's not going to help me be a better golfer. Because I don't think it's really worked for you. No, Ooh. this is a Negroni. <laughs> this is a Negroni, and this is just uh, equal parts. Easiest drink to make. I, I finished it, though. But it's uh, right gin. Down. I'm not a big gin guy. Yeah, you got to write gin. it down. But gin. this is the drink that gin works. You go gin, Campari, vermouth. You can garnish it with a little orange. Some people throw some Prosecco on the top of it to just jazz it up a little bit for celebratory notes. Uh, and you got to get the big cube. Now, you guys probably not making the big bucks like me. So the big cube maker is a little expensive. You know, you got to go to like a Sonoma. What, what's the store? Uh, William Sonoma. And it's going to cost you like 30 bucks just to make four freaking ice cubes. Okay. That's probably not good for you right now, but maybe wait a few years. Why? Yeah. Maybe get your, get your TikToks famous, you know, get, become like Sir Yacht. And all of a sudden you'll have disposable income to buy the cubes. Speaking you might be of coming to my apartment on Sunday. <laughs> yep. Speaking of Sir Yacht, we've had him on the podcast. Yeah, we had him on. You have had him on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Lima, Lima, quick question. We're talking about drinks here. So let's say, I, you know, we're obviously getting older here. And if, so we go on a business meeting. What is yeah. a to-go-to cocktail that I could order and not seem like an idiot? You know, I, I don't want to walk in there and ask for a vodka Red Bull if I'm in a business meeting. Like what, what's a, what's I'm a lifelong guy, so I'll look like a, like a wuss. You know what? I'll tell you, they will know that you mean business. You can just lie to them and say, hey, you know, uh, when I used to work for Facebook, when I was an intern there out west or when I was at Palo Alto, uh, we just shook up the meetings with a little Red Bull vodka. Well, we might have gotten, we, we might have gotten crazy. Might have gotten really crazy, like lunatic style, and did a little White Claw vodka. You know, that's how we do it out there on the west coast. So you can just lie to them, right? You don't even have to give them a resume at that point. I always think I've gotten into bourbon as I get older. Now, when I was your age, absolutely hated it. Thought it was disgusting. But now I've gotten into the nicer bourbons, and you can get them neat, and it's just ready to roll, and just tastes so sophisticated. It looks sophisticated. Uh, but always, I'm telling you, your palates will evolve over time. Like, I was your age. I wasn't eating any of these fancy meals I eat now. So things do change. Uh, but I'm telling you, you can't go wrong with just normal bourbon. But if you want to spice up the bourbon, old-fashioned. Just an old fashioned. Old I love old fashioned. You know, make sure they muddle that cherry down there, and it's uh, it's good to go. But I love it. I love it. And you got to try them with different things. Some people they'll even mix in a tequila instead of the bourbon. Like they'll really get crazy. I don't know if I want to get that crazy, but you know, either way, just be confident in it. Just be confident at the bar. Mm. You order that drink. Don't be confused. Don't defer to the bartender. Not when everyone's there. Not if you're trying to look cool. Now, if it's just you and it's kind of a pathetic Tuesday night. You're by yourself wondering why you're drinking your life away and why you're still working in Cleveland after all these years. Uh, then, you know, you can, you can start to talk. You can start to talk a little bit and get to know the bartender. But, again, if it's Friday night, if we ever get bars back into the old days, yeah. you guys are down in the flats. You, you know, you got everybody. It's just got to be quick. The most impressive thing, and I don't know if I'm giving dating tips or what, because obviously it's clearly not worked for me, but it's just that confidence. You got to be in there ready to go. And if they're out of something, no hesitation because someone's going to steal your shine. Someone's going to jump in and you're going to look like an idiot, especially if you're buying drinks for girls. They're going to go, what in the hell? If this guy can't even have a couple drinks ready to go, how am I going to spend the whole weekend with him in Tulum? Like, what are we going to do? Like, we're all out of Black Cherry White Claw. Um, we got to move the mango. Like, that, that's why I'm Mango, tangerine, 
Listen, the listen, new party pack. Uh, any, anything's good these days. That's I'm right. I'm a big Rono. I don't know. Is Deezer Rono like? I'm kind of into that, but it seems like it's. Not I've seen like, it. I've seen it. I've it seen, looks you fancy. Know, the thing is, the problem is all the seltzers. There's so many seltzers right now, and everyone's trying to outdo everybody with their seltzer knowledge. And the reality is, in a year, these things will be over. We're going to be on to the next thing. Like four years ago, they were trying to sell us on this fake root beer, this root beer. It tastes like root yeah. beer, but oh, it's got alcohol. Oh, now your root beer, yeah. Okay, that's gone. That's gone. That might as well be your grandfather's root beer drink because that's, yes. that's out of style. You know, these things go in cycles, and now that stuff is already gone. We're onto the seltzers now. Two years, will be something totally different. No, that's actually right. I don't know, Lima. I think, the, I think the seltzers are here to stay, man. It's, been, it's been two years, two summers with those seltzers. I know, and it made it through the winter. That was the yeah. pivotal time. Would kids drink jacked up garbage water? It's basically what it is. I mean, we like it, but we're used to it now. So we all I've love seen it. You, I've seen a photo carbon. of you on Twitter with uh, you uh, double fisting some White Claws before. Yeah, absolutely. I get it all the time. But now they're jacking up the prices at the bars. Yeah. So no, all of right. a sudden, now the 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 more the the more intelligent plays just go to vodka. Just get over to the vodka. Now, will you be able to talk in an hour? See, I don't know. I built up an immunity to vodka. I can just hammer that home for hours upon hours upon hours. Not smart though. Not smart. One one thing I can't tip. do is tequila because <laughs> it's because of courtesy of Ray trick uh, trick me into. I think but what kind eight. of tequila? What kind of what kind of te tequila are we doing? Are we doing reposados? We're doing anejos? Oh you no! Know, it, was, these, it was a cheap, cheap, cheap tequila. You're just doing Patron shots. Yeah, now, we, it was in my mom's basement at the time. We, we convinced <laughs> Gabe. We convinced Gabe on a Tuesday night that uh, we we were drinking pretty heavily, and he had to catch up. So we gave him two shots of tequila, and then said, "Okay." So we poured some water, and then we did. Gabe did another two shots to catch up with us. So we and you're doing waters and five. Yeah, waters. they were doing waters yeah. the whole time. Yeah. I was doing like nine shots back to back at tequila, and I had school the next day. I can't even go because I was so hungover. They yeah, pulled it, me out it, to listen, bed. listen, it's a great, it's a great scam. Okay, would you see some <laughs> practical jokers or something? Yeah, it's been used in in film. It's been used in movies. You see, what is it? Uh, what is, was it called, 21? What was the poker movie with Kevin Spacey? He's a professor, MIT. Anyway, the, the kid, the biggest take, the biggest tell was that the kid counting cards, they noticed was not drinking alcohol. He made it look like he was drinking alcohol, but he was drinking water, and the whole thing falls apart. I advise you to watch the movie. It's pretty good. <laughs> Kevin Spacey, uh, is he canceled? Oh. He's canceled. Yeah, you oh, can't even mention Kevin Spacey. In fact, in fact I'm going to get canceled for mentioning it. If you could just... Take I'll bleep it out. out. I'll, I'll bleep it out. Don't worry. I'll bleep it. I mean, I was gonna talk. I was gonna talk about all my favorite Michael Jackson songs, my favorite R. Kelly songs. We don't want to go down that road. <laughs> no. to be able to That's a dark it. road to go down. <laughs> we don't want to piss on anyone here. No. Yeah, we don't want to. I mean, all my all my favorite Epstein investments can't do that anymore. Like we're done. <laughs> we get canceled just like that. You really gotta be careful these days. We gone it's, off the you know? rails. <laughs> my favorite, my my favorite anchor, Matt Lauer. Come on, he has not a yeah. degree from Ohio University. You yeah. had a locking mechanism Under right next to his desk. Yeah, come on. Come on. I mean, that's how many steps ahead does a pervert have to think? Well, imagine like the electrician that like set that whole rig up. Like, why do you need a button to lock the door like from your desk? Like, oh, yeah. You know what? A thousand dollars will make that electrician do anything you want him to do. Exactly. In fact, he might exactly. lock the door. If it was a female, he might lock the door on, on the female electrician. I don't know. True. Very true. You well, know, um, we know you're from Chester or. Is it Chester or Chesterland, first of all? The land of Chester. Chesterland, yeah. 
Chester well, they call it Chester Township, too. Like the post office calls it uh, – the post office thing get canceled, did it? Yeah, the, the post yeah, office no, calls it uh, Chester Township. I drive through Chester, Chesterland, uh, land of Chester all the time for yeah. work. It's Chester and then – on the, welcome to Chester Land, and then there's like a Chester Township sign. But uh, yeah, coming from your small roots, uh, West G and whatnot, um, you've became huge in radio and in, in the media market in Cleveland and whatnot. But you've had two awards um, coming from. Uh, that's it. No, I that's mean, pathetic. so but what's your biggest honor though? God, I I've worked way too long to have two <laughs> awards. My God, you basically can buy awards now. Like they, what the people in television don't tell you is, oh, I was nominated for an Emmy. You know how you get nominated for a local TV Emmy? You pay to have your work nominated. Like, I, it's the saddest thing in the oh, world. Have you been nominated? Not yeah. I'm, telling, I'm telling tales out of school right now. Uh, don't send this thing to local TV stations, of which one I work for. Uh, don't do that. They'll get upset. But anyway, you were, you were going on about my numerous awards. Go ahead. Well, what's your biggest, uh, biggest uh, well, bigger honor? ISDA Man of the Year or being on uh, 20 Sexy Singles uh, Cleveland Magazine? Here was the all-time deflating thing that happened with the Sexy Singles Award. They put an email, okay, an email oh. address at the bottom of the page. So I'm like, all right, let's set this bad boy up. Okay, what's my dog's name? What's my mom's maiden name? Oh, I got a case I lose my password to this, this inbox. It's going to be deluged. I checked in like three years later. There was one email. <laughs> there was one email. Meanwhile, Jordan Cameron was in the same, was in the same uh, magazine. It was in the same feature. And I can't even imagine how many emails that dude got. Damn. Like he probably had to cancel it. He's probably like, <laughs> stop emailing me. I'm done. What if I emailed that email just to say what's up? Would you check it? <laughs> I, well, I, I don't remember my mom's maiden name or my dog's name. I'm screwed. I can't get into the oh, password. Damn it. Just, okay. There's no chance. <laughs> so, now, the Italian Sons and Daughters Man of the Year, that was important uh, because I think the last four recipients are all behind bars uh, for various offenses. So I think I won it by default last year, but I still take it. You know, like the Lakers won the title this year. They're going to win it by default, right? They played the Denver Nuggets. And they played the Boston, not even the, the Boston Celtics, the Miami Heat. They didn't play any of the great teams. And now they win the championship by default. But do you think LeBron's not going to be carrying that around? Of course he is. The asterisk season yes. anyways. So. Uh, he yeah. don't care. A title is a title. It doesn't matter. Yeah, but the him it's not. Yeah, exactly. Lima, speaking of LeBron and titles, I have always wanted to ask you this. What was going through your head when you tweeted that 1.3 million? I mean, what, can you just tell me like where you were at in Cleveland when you, when you uh, reported mm -hmm. on that stat? So obviously like everybody else downtown, I was absolutely hammered uh, that day walking around. Yep. It was beautiful out. It was like, it was like 80 something and sunny. And we were just going from trying to get into event to event because what happens is a lot of rich people have so much more access than normal people. So they have parties they can go to, cocktail parties, all the hotels. You didn't know somebody to get in. So I was walking around with Ken and we were just lying to get into things. So we're getting pretty hammered. We're drinking free alcohol. We've gotten at least three times during the day, somebody offered us marijuana. Another time, somebody offered us Coke. Uh, I believe it was a friend of mine, uh, but we didn't take it because, you know, we still had, to, still, had to, still had to go on the air and everything. So, you know, this is going on. And then one of my buddies said, Ant, you guys talked about making up a number 
on the radio show. We did that morning. We, we, we joked that we're just going to make up a number. Who's going to count. Right. Mm -hmm. And we, we did this on the show and I totally forgot about it. And someone's like, Anthony, you got to put a number out there before someone else beats you to it. And I'm like, shoot. Meanwhile, Tom Withers of the Associated Press, uh, PJ Ziegler at Fox 8. There were other guys running around trying to find the number. Joke's on them. No one has the number because it's not being counted. It, you need mathematicians to, to run a program on their computer. Some guy from MIT did this. He had an algorithm to count just by an aerial view. Well, that's ridiculous. You don't know who's underground. You don't know who's stacked up on, on, yeah. on each other on crutches, you know, trying to dress like their, their parents. And they got three people, you know, walking together, like the <laughs> oldest trick in the book. So uh, with a trench coat. Yeah, exactly. So you can't count these people. So eventually, I, it took me literally 15 minutes to drain my entire battery on my phone trying to get the text out because you could not physically get a text. I remember, yeah, yeah we were no there. There was no signal or nothing. No service. It was so bad. So I had it. And I'm like, well, I got to make it seem real. So uh, people are still not happy with me at the Greater Cleveland Sports Commission. But I'm like, what sounds more official than the Greater Cleveland Sports Commission? Like, I could have made something up, but then that starts to take people off. So I will tell you, of all the things I've ever done in my career, whether it's, you know, being on, I've been on ESPN, I've, I've, done, uh, I've done something on Fox Sports that got broadcast throughout the whole country, a wrestling, a wrestling uh, matchup in college wrestling. Yeah, I don't even know anything about wrestling. I don't even know how the point system is, but I was the play-by-play -play guy between the number one ranked team and the number three ranked team. You have all the things I've ever done in my illustrious career. I was on CNN, I've been on CBS, a LeBron announcement, all that stuff. Nothing was as sweet as watching Fred McLeod, RIP Fred, watching Fred McLeod announce that it has been confirmed by the Crater <laughs> Cleveland Sports Commission that there are 1.3 million and to see the crowd go nuts. And I was doubled over in tears laughing <laughs> along with my friends because we knew that that stupid, that stupid makeshift quote got from my phone all the way, like, good morning, America, ESPN tweeted out, like, everybody just ran with the number. And I'm like, this is what's happened to journalism in the year 2016, that I can just make it up. I remember, like, in, in Great Lakes Mall, they have, like, a Cleveland store, and they had all these teachers, like, me and my 1.3 million closest friends. I got it. I have it. Yeah. <laughs> I just I have my buddy bought it. Like, the picture of the parade. Exactly. Courtesy of you. I mean, so. Yeah, I didn't get paid. I didn't get anything on it. Damn. I mean, in fact, in fact, a journalism, a, a journalist who I will not name uh, said that I should have been fired uh, for that. Okay, tell Ken Carmen to call it off, all right? Yes. I know. <laughs> what the hell? Come on, Ken. You were telling me to do it. Speaking of Ken, um, why does he hate your alma mater, uh, Ohio State? That's sad. You know, it is what it is. It's jealousy. Uh, look, he's, he's been such a cheerleader for the Browns over the years. It's been the gimmick. That's why he wins all the, the, the radio talk show awards because people are like, that's my guy. Ken always has faith. Meanwhile, I'm like, the team's going to suck. I was right. The team sucked. I don't get anything yeah. for that. I just get hatred. So in this case, in this case, he hates the fact that the team I root for has won two national championships and played for three or four others uh, in the last 15 years. He hates it. It's jealousy. Yeah. That's all it is. But he'll, he'll come around when Matt Campbell takes over for Ryan Day. He'll come around. Yo, he absolutely will. <laughs> yeah. No, dude, he's going to try to get tickets to, like, like spring practice at a spring game. 
we're going to be going down there. He's going to try to have Matt Campbell on every week. It's going to be very sad. And I'll remind him of it. How is he an Iowa, so Iowa State fan? Because and he was mentioning on the radio he's a big Iowa State yeah. guy. Well, of course, he Homer high school, right? Yeah, the head coach and his brother went to high school with Ken. Oh. Still, still, come on. It's a week. But it wasn't his, like, big, like, uh, thing about uh, being Ohio State fan? Like, not being Ohio State fan because he didn't go there? Well, he so, couldn't get in. Yeah, right? very and, true. And here's the thing. That was when everybody got in. Like, yeah. the entire country, anybody who applied, get into Ohio State if they just applied. If they just – actually, if you just put a first and last name, the last name could be illegible, and they'll still put you in. And Ken couldn't get past the screening <laughs> process at that point. So, yeah, he's upset. That's okay. What? Well, I'm, I just want to let you know that I got into Kent State Giaga my freshman year because uh, okay. they had a 100% acceptance rate. They, you know, they, they, were, know. Very, they were very proud you of play that. the odds. Yeah. I like how you play the odds. And you know that once you get into one of the branches, if you, if you tough it out for like a semester, they'll let you go to the main campus because so many people fail out immediately yep. or they find out, yeah, this person is probably not safe to have on campus. They kick those dudes out. Yep. You come in and you're like, where's the fashion merchandising program? Where are the girls? Where are they? <laughs> and, and, and now they I'm, are everywhere. And now I'm getting married to one who uh, graduated with fashion merchandising. Come on. So, so that's yep. uh, it, all, it's, it all comes See? together like that. Dude, I have <laughs> champion's pose. Yep. Yeah. Champion's yep. pose. Well, we got, I mean, come on. You got to do it. Champion's pose. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> come on. I, uh, there you go. You deserve credit. That's using your mind. I went to Kent Trumbull, so I wasn't. Giaga, but I mean that is what it is. And speaking hey. of fiancés, um, and also pre previously you were talking about how the safety is off in the beginning of the show yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. Um, you tweeted, uh, I well I tweeted at you when I was kind of harassing you about coming onto the podcast and annoying you. Um, and you uh, tweeted, uh, you, we totally weren't talking about you or your girlfriend in the opening. Uh, sequence. What, what, what are you, what are you so about? I've warned everybody. I've warned everybody, and I got to watch my words these days because, uh, well, you know, there might be some breaking news in the coming weeks uh, on the show. Uh, neither here nor there, but uh, I got to be careful when I say this. If you tweet at me, I don't care if you are like, hey, man, I really like the show. That Ken Carmen, I'm sick and tired of his bullshit. Like, <laughs> sick and tired of the way Ken looks, his face. And, you know, his whole embodiment and, you know, his politics and, you know, the way he dresses. And I'm sorry. But when people do that or they then go rip on me, I'm looking at your picture. Like, that's the first thing I'm going to do. And if you have a picture of a female in that photo and she's halfway attractive, I I'm not listening to the show anymore that I'm doing with Ken while this is going on. I am now on Instagram. I'm on, like, four other sites to try to find out who the girl is. And look for more pictures. Like, I'm just sorry. That's going to happen. So I'm just telling you, it's not a good idea. Like, if you're going to rip on me, get rid of the girl. I don't know if you're trying to make me jealous or whatever, but I will be, I will be on that. Like, it's, it's happened before. So, yeah, you were talking about me. So, okay. No, it's fine. It's fine. I don't I know if that's specific to you, though. I don't know. I don't remember, really. It, it was cool, though. <laughs> I, I was like, I was listening to it. And I'm like, yeah, I, I mean, like, I, it's... It, it's like, it's like uh, I can name that tune. This is a dated reference for you guys. But they used to, it was a game show, and you had to name the song, and they would brag and say, I could name that tune in four notes. I can find your girl 
in a scantily clad bikini shot in two clicks. I've done it before. I'm a master. I'm great at it. Done it before. So just beware. <laughs> Don't beware. Slippery wizard. Because I was listening to it in the morning and I was I was laughing and uh, and then I tweeted it and then you hit me with the. Uh, like yeah, we totally weren't talking. I'm like, oh, oh crap, damn, <laughs> this is sweet. I, th- I, I couldn't, I couldn't decide whether like, damn, I just got roasted or oh my gosh, this is the best thing that ever just happened. Just better hope, just better hope. I'm telling all of you guys, word of the wise, have your girl close those DMs because there's a lot of me running out there, running around. <laughs> now, fortunately, I'm starting to settle down. Fortunately, that's my old life. I'm settling down here in recent weeks, so you know. Well, sticking with the Twitter uh, like subject. Um, I can I did some research uh of you before, you know because I'm a I'm a journalist kind of yeah so um do you have a burner account I've seen people like tweeting at you saying you have a burner or something like, yeah I've seen this recently I I had, okay I had one account back in the day like I'm talking like ten years ago that I used to troll other local Cleveland blogs that has been retired. That's, that's beneath me now. You know, my, my therapist says, Anthony, it's all about you. It's about staying within you and focusing on what you can do, not bringing down other people, not being a hater. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've been, I've been pretty good. I'm not letting the jealousy take over like it used to. You know, it's, it's, small, it's, it's baby steps at this point. That's all it is, it's baby steps. But so we're getting there. We're, making, we're, 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 we're definitely making up some ground here. Can you confirm nor deny that you have one now? So you I don't. do not have one. No, you do not I do one. not have one. Okay. What do you, what do you think of people? I think, that- Ken, I think Ken has a burner Instagram account because he knows too much yeah. about what I'm doing and my stories on Instagram. Like, oh, what restaurant were you at last night? And I'm like, how would you know that? And then he'll like pawn it off on somebody else. Speaking of which, what do you have for dinner last night? It looked pretty good. I looked at your story. It was chicken parm, I, I think. No, no. It was the pounded veal. Lightly oh. sauced with the tomatoes over Johnny's on Fulton. Uh, look, uh, you guys can't afford it. That's in the you can't afford it category. Yeah. Fortunately, with all my success in recent years, Congrats. I, was able Congrats. To, yeah. Congrats. I was able to be able to pay for it. Thank you. Thank you. Congrats. Look, it took me a long time. I was making 18000 a year when I started this journey, okay? So I've, I've come a long way where I can afford some of the nicer things in life. Yeah. Very few and of them, and, though. Not a lot of got, them. Just a and now you've got a, uh, a membership at the Lifestyle Lounge out there. Uh, I mean, come, right? on. come on. <laughs> I mean, what more could you want? And not just a few of the rooms, access to all the rooms, all the different teams. <laughs> I have a burner account, by the way, just to let you know. Why? What are you doing with it? Are you doing it to troll? What do you got going on with it? Um, yeah, I guess. Uh, I, like, do you turned... go after, do, do you go after like Dustin Fox and his Ohio State career, his NFL career? No. Like, do, you, do you do that one? Do you go after like Doug Gottlieb for stealing credit cards or no, the, the, so the normal takes just to go after everybody? I've, I kind of, you, you've probably seen uh, it running around. I, I, well, first of all, I can't confirm nor deny that I have a burner. Let's, let's just you already did. Well, we wouldn't want to but did. I mean, just he'll, he'll for the record. For the record. Post. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. I'll edit it. So um, I kind of defend uh ken and, and you like i'm like a twitter kind of soldier in the trenches i guess um I you defend how... us yeah well, what fun would that be like i can't believe there's not a reddit board that makes fun of our show yet like that's that's when you know you've made it as a show is if there's a reddit board specifically tailored just for the purpose of ripping the show every day 
<laughs> and there's so much to rip. Like, come on, let's be honest. Not every segment's a home run. So <laughs> I'm, a little, I'm a little upset that no one has, has created one yet or a Wikipedia page or any of that stuff. Like, what's going on here? I will, I kind of go at your trolls and Ken's trolls saying I'm going to do explicitive <laughs> things. Um, so yeah, if you know, you know, <laughs> I'm sure if you see, oh, seen- let, let, let me think long and hard. Uh, is there a type of food item uh, in that name? I'm a, I'm a bleep it. I'm a bleep this part, but yeah, uh, yeah, that's okay. That's okay. I think we're on the same page. Yeah. Um, so you, okay. So you have seen it. Okay, cool. cool. That's cool. That's cool. I've kind of always wanted to admit it because I need to get off my chest because I'm just hiding. It's like how Superman has a secret identity. It's basically the same thing. With Yet me. somebody has to know, right? Like, yeah. Like, what's the point of playing some of those pranks? Remember the poo- Did you guys ever do the poo dollar? Like, just leave a dollar <laughs> bill. Maybe with you guys, it's like the poo $10 bill now. And you literally <laughs> put dog shit on the bottom of it or you wipe it with dog shit. And then someone goes and grabs it like, holy shit. And I've got a dollar bill. This is great. Well, that's a great prank if you're there to see the reaction. But if you're not there, there's no payoff. Mm-hmm. That's the whole thing. Like if you're if you're gonna be if you're gonna be doing this, you want credit for it. Hey Lima, I think that's you fine. should give I think you should give Gabe credit and uh, just drop his uh, first and last name in that burner nope. account uh, tomorrow on the show. That'd be the control job. Nope. I mean uh, okay. Those- so wait a second. Are you guys not getting ready for the debate tonight, the big vice president debate uh, in Salt Lake City? Do you guys even know it's That's in tonight. 52 minutes? See, you got – what has happened to the American electorate? Like, you guys don't even know. Hey, is the I'm, vice president – Never missed an election. Never missed an election didn't you listen, in 2014. Well, I said it – I have said this before. Um, I am uh, – in this state, you know, battleground state, Ohio could be up for grabs. Uh, I, I, I don't know who I'm voting for yet. And tonight's first five minutes of the VP debate will decide it for me. That's why I have to watch. Hey, I have to tune in. <laughs> you gotta, it's, it's everything. You're good, you're good at doing minutes, ads. Matters. You're, do, you're good at doing ads. So yeah. you kind of convinced me. But yeah. Boom. I feel so go. much better. I feel so much better for admitting that, right? <laughs> you got it off your chest. Okay. It feels it's good. Okay. Yeah, just like OBJ. I'm, I'm not retiring, though. I'm not retiring, though. Yeah. Get that, get Did that you see on. those girls? They already retired the podcast after one. Like, if you're going to keep this, this, this thing going where you're just going to make up stuff about celebrities all the time, you got to keep it going beyond one. She even made a sex tape, a, like a, a sex tape to try to promote this thing. What, what podcast? Yeah, look. look it was the, the, the girl that sold the Odell stuff. Oh, total frauds. oh, okay. Total I didn't frauds. know. Yeah, fraud. She gave it up after one. I mean, that was the funniest story to come out. I tried to get Ken when Ken was on the podcast and that story broke that day. I tried to get him to admit it, but he or talk about it, but he wouldn't talk about it. You try to get him to confirm it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, hey, have you seen uh, this story? Have you been were you there? I mean Yeah, like this one this one smells funny. I don't know. <laughs> The jokes got so so old so quick. Like, hey, did you they guys did. know he yeah. was a number yeah. two receiver <laughs> and all that stuff? Yeah. Oh, he plays for the Browns. I oh. get it. Okay. Yeah. I saw somebody have like uh, they personalized a Cleveland Browns jersey and they had steamers, steamer on the back. Where yeah, it's all about going viral, bro. You got you got a tight window to go viral. That's what you have. I guess. 
I guess so. <laughs> I guess so. Just ask your boy Reflog, right? I mean, it's, <laughs> God. that guy's just got to be on his phone and go, I need content. I need content. Oh, my God. Like, I think the stress would get to me of having the responsibility to be like Cleveland comedian that I have to get a joke out there every five seconds. That's a full-time like, job. I, it, it, and you're not getting paid for it. Mm -mm. So, hey, hats off, man. That's passion. That's real passion. Do you like Sir Yacht? You know what? He's warmed up on me. I love gimmicks. And he's got mm -hmm. a good gimmick, right? So it's full of gimmicks. Like now the question will be, and you can ask Sir Yacht this. I followed him. The question is, what's beneath the surface? You know, everybody's doing the same uh, internet formula right now with TikTok. And it's the same quick cuts and, you know, 20 witty lines. Like now I've seen it. Like, do you see the girl who's doing the NFL ones that ESPN keeps retweeting each <laughs> yeah. week? She goes through and I'm like, this got old to me within less than a minute and a half the first mm -hmm. week. And now this girl has to do it every week. She has to. This is her ticket. And I'm just looking at all the white knights tweeting. Like they all want to hook up with her. It's so obvious. <laughs> so even if they think she sucks and that it's not funny at all, they all are tweeting her like, keep it going. Can't wait. And I'm like, she's not going to fuck you. She's not going to fuck you. <laughs> just simping. Just simping, man. Yeah, well, I, so you got to. Hey, you know what? It's, I, if it's worth the effort, maybe. It's a numbers I, game, right? I DM'd him. I have a, like a little like viewing party. We call it the mini Muni. And I invited him. He said he's interested. So that'd be sick. Look at that. And I'm That's extending smart. my invitation to you as well. Um, yeah, I'll never do it. Yeah, I know. I, I, I knew it. I knew that. So that's why I think. I mean, this is, a, this is a miracle that I'm even doing this. I mean, it this really is VP is. night. I got, I got my alcohol ready to go. It's party of one tonight. And this is when, you know, like I'll come in tomorrow and I'll be like, uh, safety's off. Let's do the show. <laughs> yep, safety's off. Uh, here, I'll even give you a tear down another wall here. Let's go. Oh. Uh, this week, this week, cause by the third hour, I'm running out of steam. Yeah, I'm doing the show at home. I fell asleep during one of the commercial breaks. And I woke up right when Jeff Thomas was doing the update. Like I sat on my couch. And I'm like half naked. And I'm like, God, I just want this show to end. Why is this a four hour show? I, I get paid if I just tell him I'm sick. And I just passed out for like four minutes. It was a four minute nap. What, what was going through your head? What was going through your head right when you woke up? What I woke up and thing? prayed that we weren't like halfway through a segment with it, with Ken going, hello, <laughs> I think we've lost him. I can hear him snoring though. What's going on? That'd be on? good for radio though. That'd be good. <laughs> you know what? It, it would be, but the boss would hate it. Like the fans would love that. It'd be a great gimmick on the show. The boss would, would, it would not be cool. Not be cool. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I do listen to your, your guys' uh, – show religiously every morning uh when i mm -hmm. driving past chesterland and past junction auto and whatnot and uh, the thing i like about your guys' show is like all natural and you is a sports radio show but you guys just like have your own like personalities intertwined into it i know a lot of people have been game you hate recently for, my bur my burner has been you know ready locked and loaded ready to defending go. Yeah, yeah defending, defending yes and around uh, every turn no, but I mean, just complimenting your show. Like, I know if I if I called in and was complimenting you guys, I know Kid would kick me right off. But yeah, I mean, that's, that's why I'm a big fan of your I show. I think though it's become a badge of honor yeah. to be kicked off the show. Absolutely, I've been kicked like, off you have? Yeah. What did you do? What's up? <laughs> you know what's up, guys? 
Hey, yeah. we had a guy do David Lee Roth today, like a high-pitched screaming song. <laughs> and he's no not sense. even dead. He's not even dead. He's not dead. Like, no. it doesn't even make sense. And you know what? People loved it, so. I'm a man. you can do. Much. Yeah, we're I, not, look, I we're not the, the show guy. that's going to, you know, we're, we're not, hey, you're, boy, you're just tearing down all the walls. We are <laughs> not the show to break down, like, who should be in the lineup for the Indians. That's just, that just doesn't interest us. That's yeah. cool. That's, that's but you know what? He, he's good at that. That's mm. not what I'm good at. That's not what Ken's good at. Every show has its little hook, right? Uh, like the afternoon show, they hate each other's guts. That's their hook. You know, every every show has a different hook. <laughs> is that, yeah, those is guys, that man. They, is that exclusive? They, is that exclusive back for the podcast? <laughs> they hate each other? I wouldn't create that as a headline. No, I was kidding. Per se. <laughs> but uh, the headline is, don't leave your DM. Tell your girl not to leave her DMs open. If you're going to start trolling people. <laughs> She's in the kitchen. Right? Hey, Kylie, don't leave your DMs open just to let you know. No, nothing. And that's life advice. Yep. That is life <laughs> it is smart. Trust me. You guys will thank me at some point down the road. So I, I do have a couple uh, last questions. Um, so when we had Ken on, we do this thing, power rankings, and we do our top five of whatever. And, he, yeah. and we did our top five sports movies. Do you know your top of your head what your top five sports movies are? Could you give us? Sure. Top five sports movies, I'll say, believe it or not, I hate Notre Dame, but Rudy still works every time. White Man Can't Jump is hilarious. I know it's obligatory because I'm in Cleveland. you got to say uh, Major League, but Major League still gets me, even if it were the Yankees. Like, even if it were any team, the formula still works. Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, do we call bowling's a sport, right? It's a kingpin. I'm yeah. definitely going with Kingpin. That's an all-time legendary one. And do I want to get sappy? Do I want to get sappy? And no, I'm not going to go with the Jerry Sandusky movie that they did. Oh. No, uh, I'm I'm gonna I'm probably I'm probably gonna go Field of Dreams. If I'm gonna get hmm. like sappy for a second. No karate. Is that kid? fair? No karate. Varsity kid? Blues. Varsity Blues is right up there. I just watched Karate Kid in its entirety. That's one of those that I stopped watching because I'd see it so many times. And then it was on its entirety. And I just can't believe that in this day and age, you can't make that movie because the old uh, Asian guy is not going to be allowed uh, to, to just hang out with this prepubescent, you know, this high schooler. It's not happening. And it's how just does not he put that much his hand time. and like instantly yeah. heal like a broken rib? Yes. And he's healing him like pretty high on the thigh area. Oh, yeah. That's just not. <laughs> That's not – after what we've heard with the gymnasts, like that's just not going to work today. Uh, the fact that he puts him to work, manual slave labor, labor, labor like this season, indentured servitude, they're not going to allow that today. So that movie never gets made in the year 2020. Well, my top five, I know my number five. Uh, I, well, Ken hated it. I want to see if you even okay. consider it a sports movie, but I do because it's based around basketball. Um, High School Musical is my number five. Wow. Okay. The sleep yeah. Pig. Okay. Yeah. That's a, it's a bit of a stunner. Yeah. But don't let don't let uh, look at the hatred. There, there's the hatred coming through. Okay. What else? Yeah. <laughs> remember the Titans number four. Ken hates remember the Titans. He said, uh, uh, you know what? The it's the cinematography. I don't want to get too nerdy. Uh, the the whole. I'm not gonna be like a cinephile here, but it's a it's a little bit. It, it just gives me anxiety. Much like the. Much like the, the movie, what was the gem, Uncut Gems, was yeah. like the hardest oh movie God. of my life to watch. Even though I thought Adam Sandler was great in it. Very long. I couldn't watch it. Yeah. it the last 20 minutes, watch. I was sweating uh, through my bed. 
Last 20 minutes was awesome, though. (laughs) Talladega Nights, number three. uh, Okay. And number two. Funny. Number two is Dodgeball. Man, I forgot about Dodgeball. It's a good one. It's hard to watch now. It's hard to watch now. It's cheesy. It's kind of like American Pie. A lot of those – you know what, though? A lot of those Ben – what was his name? Who's the – come on, who's the lead? Uh, Who's in the movie? Ben Vaughn? No, but – no, Stiller. no, no, Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller. A lot of those Ben Stiller movies, like, you know, something about Mary, and he made, like, eight movies all within. A lot of them, yeah, they're not for everybody. Like, I, I can see if you're a kid now, if you're a younger guy, you'd be like, these are, these are kind of weird. Like, do they hold up today? I don't know. Oh. My number one's Like Mike. Um, just nostalgic for me. I always thought I could make it yeah. as a 13-year-old just because of that movie. Yeah. The, the, how tall are you? Uh, six one. Yeah, no chance. It's okay. You know, like, I learned at a very early age how bad I was at sports, that it wasn't happening. And so, like, there were people who had these delusions that were in my grade. And I'm like, dude, you're not even Division Three. You're not even D3 basketball. It's not Grand, happening. I was Grand Valley decent. Not yeah. even good Grand Valley. Yeah, so you, sc- you could score, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I was go in the starting five. He could, put up, hey, he could put up points against Newberry all day, every yeah, day. Newberry, week, baby. So you were you were the Colin Sexton of the team, like you know you're you're gonna perform against some teams, and then other teams yeah. you'll look like you've never dribbled the ball before. Oh yeah, actually that makes a lot of sense. I I'm basically Colin Sexton. Sexton got better though. I'll give him that. He did get better. That's a cheap shot. Colin Sexton has gotten a lot better. I hate Darius Garland. I I don't like him. I mean I don't hate him, but I just don't think he's good. You know I watched these, somebody put out the the new thing to put out these highlight reels. Where everyone says such and such is a problem, and that's their best plays. And I'm like, do you know how long an NBA game is? <laughs> They're so long. They're an eternity. Like you're going to have a nice play in an NBA game if you get more than seven minutes. And some of these Cavs have gotten like 40 minutes. And people yeah. put out their highlight reels, and it was Darius Garland with with what was a pretty pretty uh, nasty set of dribble moves. He had a pretty good handle in these moves. And I'm like, do you notice? I told my buddy, he texted to me. He's like, this is pretty cool. And I said, it was, okay. But here comes the hater. Here comes the slippery wizard. Yep. Did he beat one person <laughs> off the dribble in any of these? And the answer was no. Nope. He's got to get better at that. Or either that or he's got to become like Steph Curry shooting threes. I just, yeah, he's not getting by anybody. I think no. I, I don't like him that much because I play a lot of 2K and I have a my career and I'm on the Cavs and he doesn't pass the ball yeah. to him. I think that's also why. It's probably not good in that game at all, right? Oh, probably none of those. Probably none of those Cavs are good in that game. Even probably Kevin Love, you're disappointed with, right? I lead the team, you're probably like, like you, and everything. So you're probably like Kevin Love. You were a top twelve player. You were going forty and fourteen when you were fat and on the T Wolves. Like, where is that guy? And I just think like Kev- a three point shooter. Kevin Love's most disappointed at Kyrie's, uh, you know, statement. You know, that Kyrie shot at Kevin Love about how he's, you know, the most uh, <laughs> how he can, how he can uh, take a shot. You know, how that was towards Richard Jefferson. That? But I'm sorry. You know what? People people love to rip Kyrie. I love the entertainment value here. I think <laughs> it's a gimmick. I think the whole thing. He he'll say something and then he'll text somebody. Go wait till you see this one. I'm gonna I'm gonna rip on LeBron James for not being a closer. All right, this will be good. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's no way he could actually believe it. No, absolutely. Yeah, I'm a, hey man, we appreciate you coming on. Speaking of gimmicks, just one last thing before we go. Can we give a prediction and a hot take for the Browns game this Sunday against the Colts? We'll let you get out. I, of the, here. I said the wrong team is favored. 
the Browns are going to win. And I actually think they could be in command of this game in the fourth quarter. Like, I think this will be a rugged game more physical than they played. I think Baker's going to get hit. How many times have you seen Baker even get hit this year? Uh, I think he's going to get hit in this game a little bit, but you're still going to be feeling really, really good about the Browns uh, going into this, going into that Pittsburgh game. That Pittsburgh game is everything, and I'm going to miss it. I'm coming back from Vegas while the freaking game is on. Damn. Well, I was just Congratulations. Congratulations. Congratulations on Just to let you know about, <laughs> about Vegas, um, it's just none of the buffets are open. Um, I know. We drove, we drove all know. the way to Hoover Dam. Um, that was closed. Casinos are obviously open. <laughs> yeah, that sucked. <laughs> it was my first time you in Vegas. Like, I didn't want to go over Dam. Your, uh, your crack research staff uh, dropped the ball there, apparently, huh? <laughs> yeah. It, well, it said it was open when we looked it up, and then we drove there. And Would you do out. one of those things where if you just type something on Google Maps and it says either closed <laughs> or open, that's just what you based it on? Like, yeah. Hoover Dam, Actually, open yeah. forever for life because it's a dam. It's Water's there. still coming in, baby. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's just, it's just there. So you have to worry. Like, Niagara Falls, open. Still open. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, right very absolutely prime, prime meridian open, open. Yeah. equator open. open but wouldn't go yeah atlantic Di- ocean dine in only ohio river yeah <laughs> exactly well um lima thank you so much for coming on uh i i know that it wasn't because of us tweeting at you uh nonstop. it was bull so shout out bull but uh can we get a Super Bowl Super Browns pretty please? Oh, that's the only reason I'm doing the podcast. Let's get it. That's LFG. the only reason. That, I, but the thing is, I, I do miss. I know they'll never bring it back. I miss the hell yeah. I that miss the hell yeah. Perfect. I that don't think beautiful. it needed to die. And we have a Browns coach saying hell yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah, that's when he called perfect. in, when he called in surprisingly, he said hell, can we get a hell before that yeah? Yeah. I kind on. of wish you stuck with the hell yeah. I think when we did it with Ken, I said, hell yeah, accidentally. He should have taken a TV gig. He should have taken a TV gig in Cleveland. I mean, now he's coaching tight ends in New York. Doing laps. Oh, what are we doing? What are we doing? Just doing laps. So, yeah. So, Browns get the win. They improved to 4-1. Can't believe I sound like a homer. Love doing the podcast. You guys are great. Keep it going. Uh, Continue to talk me up. Continue with the burner accounts. (laughs) Going after the haters. Super Super Bowl! Thanks, Lima. All right, time to drink. We'll see you. <laughs> Appreciate it. Big shout yeah. out to the who, one, the who only. Who we get next? Who we get next after after just a celebrity like Anthony Lima? I just uh, that almost feels like this. We're at the pinnacle of our careers here. Uh, I'm just wondering if we peaked too early. Um, that's just I I don't know if we could do any better than uh, Mr. <laughs> Anthony Lima from West Yaga. Between me and you and our listeners, our millions of listeners, I kind of thought the same thing after we got Lima. I'm like, how are we going to top this? Tweet us at Man's League Pod who we should have on next to top Anthony Lima. Oh, I mean, I'm not, thinking Kirk not Cass- top Anthony Lima. We're not going to top him. but I'm thinking pause. we might bring in Kurt Cassie, and that might be a solid uh, runner-up there. Kurt, if you made it this far, tweet us at Man's League Pod when you want to come on the pod, brother. We'll get you on. Kurt, if you're if you listen this far, 
tweet at us a gif of LeBron James when he was on the Heat, like really focused when the camera zoomed in on him so we know that you want to be on the pod. If you made it this far, Kurt, and you want to be on, tweet us that. So, man, Browns, Colts, it's going to be exciting. Let's, let's hope the Browns can pull off another W, get to 4-1, and one, or even 3-1-1. One and one. That'd be sick, but 4-1, and one, man. That's, that's what we're hoping for. That would be sick. That would be, kind of, be kind of cool. But um, it's going to be a huge game, LFG. So, Ray, you want to send us out? Yeah, I mean, for Young Tomato Soup here on the podcast, you know, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. I'm glad to be on. Rate five stars on this funky Friday. Let's send us out to a little get that funk out of my face. face. You might know it from semi-pro. You might know it from Funk Essential Playlist. It's a funky football Friday. Let's go! Young Tomato Soup, boom! Take it easy. (laughs) 